This dog is tired. I, that's your uh, superpower or what? That's my secret. yep. That's, that's my. It's my secret. Always, Always tired. tired. You're the opposite of the Hulk. You're really yes. tiny and sleepy. <laughs> <laughs> You're calm. Tom, um, calm, tiny, and tired. That's mm-hmm. that's me. My buddy, my buddy, my buddy. Hello and welcome, my girls who came to Sugar Bakers, where nerds and platonic life partners Aaron and Leslie watch episodes of Designing Women, then recap, review, and share other fun things related to the show. I'm Leslie, and I'm Aaron. What's up? Hey, hey! Excited to talk to you. Hmm? Mm-hmm. I said I'm excited. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. You're sipping. took a sip of drink right as you said that. That Same. Was, <laughs> that was a me move to be like, oh, let me just go ahead. I'm just thirsty right this second. And I'm going to have this. <laughs> and, yeah. Um, yeah. Because we haven't really even gotten a chance to talk to each other as much as like normal. Two weeks. Yeah. It's not. It's just not. It's not good. We got to fix this, which we, we will yeah. be when We're I gonna fix it soon. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah. Is it yeah. September yet? Is it? Can is it be it September though? yet? I'm so tired. Oh man! <laughs> Wait, oh, I know. Well, yeah, you were talking about winter break earlier today. What is winter break? Why? Is so far? Oh, because the kids moved back, um, uh, and I went oh, to the grocery to store, gone. and there's like they're everywhere, uh, and I'm just like, winter yeah. break is really the next time that they're not going to be here, and I'm just like, it's right. a long time until then. I do remember when there would be lots of youths because mm-hmm. they had just moved back, and that I really didn't, rec- I didn't. I always felt like I didn't appreciate this the quiet summer until it was over. Until yeah, until they were like, back. Oh man, here they are again. My boss Take came in over. on Friday, um, mm-hmm. into a little dark cave where we work, and he was like, "Okay, I'm I, like I need." He's like, "I need to retire now because they actually look 12. <laughs> oh, he's my. like, "They're a full 18 years old and they look 12. <laughs> Whoa, dear. Yeah, that's don't don't well. <laughs> I don't know. And maybe that'll make make them stop giving them such responsibility they can't handle. That would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Oh wait, this, you're a baby. I can't that ask you to do this you're thing. A child. You're a child." <laughs> but yeah, they do. They look younger every year, and they do. Look How? No, they don't. Year. No, are you kidding um, me? They no. do look especially young this year. But they're cute. Like, they're so excited. They're excited to be there. It's it's cute. Well, that's great. I'm happy for that then. Yeah. Um, I'm just shocked that they look young. I'm like, really? Do they? I don't know. <laughs> they, they, well, the crop that I saw do, yeah. but they were doing like, you know, the, the freshman crop. orientation. So they're... <laughs> that's cute. <laughs> well, some of them could be, you know, like even like 17 years old. Yeah. You know, they could be really young. Yeah. Um, that's funny. That's something about where you are that they just like take over. I don't really quite see that as much in other places. I have lived other places where there are also like students. Yeah. yeah. And it's not like the same as where you are, where it's like the whole, that's like, it. they're like five streets worth of area mm-hmm. that completely changes because there are now yeah. these youths. Um, yeah. They're just all over the place. Uh, yeah. Well, it's not winter yet. Also, because you want it to be less hot, I think. It's I also very, would like it to hot. be cold outside. I would not be upset if it were cold outside. Yeah, it's been a little bit too much. Yeah. And really stormy mm-hmm. for you guys. Yeah. Lots of storms. Lots of humidity. Mm-hmm. Just like, it's too much. 
I'm ready. Mm-hmm. I'm ready for it to be cold. Mm-hmm. Ooh, hey. That's a speaking not a bad of transition of yeah <laughs> cold things. So speaking of cold things, go for it. <laughs> so ridiculous. Um, today we, we I talked to Leslie and said, are we gonna not do the national day funny days anymore because we are, are repeating some? I was asking if she thinks we, we should. Not that not that I was like calling you out like we're not doing it. No. Oh. <laughs> um, you know what I mean. Uh, but that the we had gotten in a rotation where we're repeating ones and then they're kind of ridiculous and not like in like a funny way always. But then today is national ice cream pie day. (laughs) And I, I, we have to, because listeners of the show will remember that they have ice cream, everything they'll have like a, so many, yeah, there'll be like blue foods, ice cream day or something like that. It's just like, what? It's just like so specific. And every, single type of ice cream or like ice cream float or like popsicle or i don't know it's just so many things so that's all the ice cream i didn't even realize that ice cream pies exist but now that they talk about it i mean i've had ice cream cake yeah um and i've had like cream pie type things so national ice cream pie day i was intrigued you're intrigued we went into it um i'm gonna read i'm gonna read it because it's a bit, it's a bit it. cheesy, so I like it. Um, first came putting ice cream on pies. The natural next step <laughs> would be making ice cream into pies, would it? I don't know if that's automatically Is what that I the would. next step? I don't think that's how things work, but that's okay. It's like, it's like peeing. Like, it's like. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's a little <laughs> bit the same as saying. You used to put ketchup on your fries. Well, the next step is just to eat a big bowl of ketchup, right? Like that's what I'm <laughs> like. It's not. It's not really. That's definitely where my brain goes next. It's not. Yeah, exactly. It's not exactly how we think. The the natural next step. Um, with all the flavors available, our options are unlimited. Yes, y'all. All your options. Are options. Are ah, there you go. There's still options. <laughs> Plus, when we figure in types of crust to make with ice cream pie, the concept is beyond delightful. Combined cram cracker crust and maple pecan ice cream for a fall treat, or vanilla wafer crust with peanut butter ice cream topped with bananas. Yum. You're only limited mm-hmm. by your imagination. So it's literally pies made of ice cream and on the website that i'm looking at national day calendar they do have a lemonade lemonade ice cream pie that i was intrigued mm. by their recipes sorry i didn't say what they are recipes they have chocolate crunch ice cream pie peanut butter ice cream pie banana split ice cream pie and lemonade ice cream i would pie. eat all those whoa the lemonade ice cream pie um you could use it with oreo crust that's kind of interesting so then it's gonna be like chocolatey but ooh, that looks good because all it is is uh crust they say either to do oreo or graham cracker and then you have softened french vanilla ice cream uh, a can of thawed frozen lemonade concentrate and then whipped cream topping that sounds frozen, really good it says a tub of frozen so they're talking about cool whip and yeah right cool and it's whip. just like cool whip yeah so that's actually sounds pretty nice very very sweet though probably. yeah you couldn't eat much of it i'm sure feels like a lot or i couldn't um, eat much of it i'm sure no no my teeth wouldn't want me to mm. um so that's fun i don't know have you guys does any of our listeners have you eaten ice cream pies because like, yeah Please i haven't really us. 
Yeah, please do. Please share your, share your recipes and tell us about your ice cream pies because this yep. is new to me. I do it love sounds ice like cream something cake, I want. though. Like, I was sad that ice oh, cream same. cake, like, that it's only, like, your birthday or something stupid. I'm like, come on. We need no. a little bit more. Treat <laughs> yourself whenever you want. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, it's National Ice Cream Pie Day. Happy um, National Ice Cream Pie Day. Yeah, I don't really, I have some ice cream. I could eat it. I don't. You don't have any ice cream? No. Oh, my. I've been having this a lot of upsetting. sensitivity issues lately, so I haven't really. Oh, no. Oh, you said things. that. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, you probably have the five jaw clench TMJ going on like I did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my jaw yeah, fully hurts, like oh, feels no. like a pulled muscle today. <laughs> Oh, no. Well, you know, you can yeah. just look. Sorry, this is becoming us just us talking. But <laughs> you can get just a mouth guard like at the like grocery, yeah. grocery store. I ordered one pharmacy. and it got lost in the mail. So now I have to oh, order shit. another one. <laughs> yeah. So you can do that just at least to like sleep with. So it'll help. Mm-hmm. It. Um, yeah, I didn't realize I wasn't opening my jaw all the way even to like brush my teeth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> until, don't until I finally could. I was like, oh, OK. Um, but apparently that's how you get sensitivity sometimes because it, your jaw just is making it so your teeth hit wrong. Yeah. And over time, they're like, the I'm pissed off. Dennis told me. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Because you just went, duh. I did. Hello. I forgot. But no cavities. Hey. Well, that's amazing. That's good. I'm excited about that. Um, me too. I don't have a transition into. That's okay. Can you, you, know, just, sh- you just tell us about your sugar breaker moment? Oh. That's the transition. <laughs> transition. <laughs> um. I was going to ask you first, so I'll, I'll go ahead, uh, that I finished my last on call on Yay. Friday night. Well, as of Saturday morning, I guess it is. That it, and it was a hell of a one. <laughs> it was so go bad. On, bang. It was bad, 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 bad <laughs> that I had. Uh, there were four total deaths, two that Ugh. I... Two that I directly was working with, and there was another like uh, hysterical woman who like maybe wanted to talk to me when she she came into the hospital, and I was like, oh shit, okay, because uh, she had called and she was like, make sure there's like a priest available, and I was like, there's not going to be, there's going to be a me, nope. and that's there's what I told you. them, and they and then they said, okay, well, I said, just let her know, it's just me, there's not a priest. <laughs> <laughs> make and sure then, she knows that. Go yeah, ahead. and that I think that that's why they didn't call when she came in. Or maybe she didn't come in or something, but it was weird because I had to wait for, like, a while. Uh, it was in Tensiva. But the two families that I worked with were some of the absolute sweetest people. And they said beautiful, Aww. beautiful things to me that were, like, we're just so – really, actually, to me, now that I take it out of context – I'm like, whoa, people say things to me that are just deep, um, that they both were had said sentiments that were just like, we're so glad that we met you, but uh, not under these circumstances or something. It was really strange that they were very, very grateful that I was there for them. And I think I don't take it in because I'm so used to people saying such beautiful things when I'm working. And then now that I'm taking it in, I'm like, whoa. <laughs> People say really wonderful things to me. Um, mm-hmm. That's nice. So that was great. But I am exhausted. And yesterday, because uh, I slept like an hour and was paged and then three hours and then was paged. Like, all, like mm. I was off. It was pretty tough. Um, uh, but I did get to talk to my friend jennifer on the app marco polo like most of the night <laughs> it was really fun we were going back and forth a lot so that helped um and then 
That was my sugar baker moment. And then I have a shout out for the Upright Citizen Bru- Citizens Brigade. Brigade. Let's try that again, huh? Upright <laughs> Citizens Brigade Theater that started in New York. There are two, I think, still locations in New York. There are two kind of newer locations, I believe, in Los Angeles. I know Franklin's not not that new, but I know Suns the Sunset one is I think just a few years old. Like maybe just soon before I moved here. I can't remember how soon. Um, I started going there for improv. Uh, again, listeners to the show will re- remember that I really love my uh, improv troupe Songbuster in Toronto, mm-hmm. and um, and it's sad because actually a lot of the people that I first knew from that group aren't really doing it as much anymore. But that happens. You know, with groups mm-hmm. and stuff, I think that like about half of them have left. Um, so that's fun. But I went um, because uh, I saw that some of the actors that I like are in troops. <laughs> and I was mm-hmm. like, oh, all right, well, let's go. And so I went to their uh, the first one I went to was uh, did I, I really didn't talk about this on the show. I don't where I went to go see soundtrack. So I guess not. I can't I'm, remember. Geez, sorry if I already did, guys. Um, okay, so soundtrack is one where they use people's music, and as like uh, as cues uh, for what happens, or f- like either they'll use it to build a scene around, or it'll be like a cue. Like for one of the ones, one of the songs, it was the cue to like wipe off the bar. So like they could be doing a completely different scene, and then if that song came on, then suddenly they're cleaning the bar and they're there again, you know. Um, mm-hmm. that one was fun, and uh, then I went to the Facebook show, where they d- take two people's Facebooks and they build um scenes around it, but they also actually because what they do is they I didn't I here's the thing <laughs> in the beginning I felt bad because people weren't really offering up fun facts about themselves, and I'm a I'm a uh. I like to go along with things and help people out and stuff, you know, so I would have liked to share fun facts and offer up my Facebook, except I don't know my password. And that was the big thing. Is oh, that no. They say at the beginning that they're like, you have to know first, you have to have a Facebook. Second, you have to know your password because they did have people that that gave up fun facts about themselves. And then one of them didn't know the password and one of them didn't have a Facebook. And they're like, well, Okay, this isn't, we can't use that. Um, so I'm going to uh, go again to that show and I will change my password so that I know it <laughs> right away and <laughs> um, have the fun facts in case they need, because that was a little like difficult that people weren't really offering up my Facebook. I don't use anymore. I haven't for the past like two years, definitely. Um, so it's not as active, but there are some funny, weird things on there like this show is on there uh mm. that i work with tigers is on there that i you know have traveled all around like there's some things that they could probably uh gonna make things out of my fun facts are gonna be that my father is a professional santa and i know he's listening hey dad <laughs> um and that i'm a hospital chaplain because those are interesting yeah um so i'm gonna go to that but if you're in la or new york Uh, Even for visiting for, you know, like holiday or something, check it out because they have free and cheap shows. Uh, And look and see, like, I mean, they'll have it just straight up free. The the shows are like $5 to like $15. 
and it's not a hassle. All you have to do is be there to line up like 15 minutes before the show starts. And for LA, that ain't bad. Uh, it's not like my dear Largo where you have to go like two hours beforehand to like get a ticket <laughs> and then come back. <laughs> <laughs> like it's not easy. Um, but yeah. And so there are a lot of people, the people that I recognized from the troops I think Jason Manzukis was the only one from Soundtrack that I knew. I'm now trying to think about it. That was there that night. But other people are in that troupe that I know. And because mm-hmm. it was only four people each night. And then in the second, uh, the Facebook night, um, Rob Hubel was there. And I adore him so much. And uh, Owen Burke, who I recognize the face because he is in everything, particularly Drunk History, is what I remembered. And he was so, so delightful. So... Those are people that you would see. I know that like Colton Dunn was talking about that he was doing a group that I would have gone to last week if I had time and money and energy <laughs> to go mm-hmm. to it. And like um, just all kinds of people like I like Jack McBrayer is sometimes shows up at the Facebook ones when he's in town, like stuff like that. So a lot of people that that that's how they all know each other was coming up through the improv scene in New York and I'm just shocked that it's like decades later and people will still do it and still do it on like a weekly basis like they'll yeah. have people who are they'll have at least a few shows they have a show every night of the week but they'll have usually a few shows every like I think th- Friday night when I went to see soundtrack there were it was it was the 9 30 show but there was like a seven o'clock show there was like an 11 o'clock show there were like multiple shows that night and that they were like oh you can just stay for the next show if you like you can get a discount ticket so that's a little shout out of a fun way to see cheap theater of course i was laughing so hard i cried um they did nice. use my music i think i told you this they used my music for soundtrack and it was la mama morta by maria Callas, which is opera nice. which is hilarious yep <laughs> and that there ended up <laughs> the scene was jason like opening windows to like look out and then he's like i guess he's not coming and then the other person decided the person that's not coming was santa so that killed me i was like that's <laughs> like my dad <laughs> how did they know how oh did God. they know Sorry, I'm way too high energy for how stupid this episode is. Would, <laughs> before we get into it, what would you like to share? Um, I know you said you don't have a sugar baker moment, but I you don't. often have shout outs or these type of things. So if you wanted to. Um, I didn't really. I don't have any shout outs this week. I didn't really do okay. anything this week. Um, okay. I do have a silver linings moment. Okay. Silver linings playbook. Mm-hmm. I. But he doesn't listen, so it's not spoiling his surprise. But I made my dad a laptop sleeve for his birthday. Yes. Oh, my God. It looks so good. And it came out really well. It's a little floppy, but it came out really well, like, as a first-time experiment. I'm overall very happy with the way it came out. And it's, like, I'll put a picture of it in the show notes. It's, um, the fabric is, like, planets and stars and constellations and stuff. And then the button, because it closes. I made it close with a hair tie and a button um, that I sewed into the lining. Is a, a clock, and so his laptop case is time and space Stop. together. That's because <laughs> he's a he's a sci fi nerd too. So yeah. that's so good. I love that. Thanks. That that's a, well, that's a I shout out it. to Book Biffle. For, hey. I mean, like they can't buy this particular one, but that because of making your sleeves is why you can. Yep. 
do this. Yep. And oh, you should. And also, I'm going to shout out that you made a whole set of Harry Potter sleeve. Oh, thanks. And scrunchie matching sets. Yep. Right. Yeah, I did. Yeah. They're not listed yet, but they are available. Oh, I've sold sorry. two of them so far. <laughs> are you going to make more? Yes, I found some more. So the thing is that those come from fat quarters that I'm only able to find. I've only been able to find four so far. So I'm going to make three more sets. But then after that, I don't know if I'll be able to find that fabric anymore. Right. Well, but the fact that you're making like sets of things, you know, like things Mm -hmm. that all go together or that they have. I want some scrunchies. Because yes. my hair is all falling out. I gotta I'm going to have, have so many. There's so many so fabric many. scraps. Oh, my God. But that's I, this is what I... There are many things I love about you. But I really enjoy oh, this, too. that you're, like, trying to... <laughs> I know you can't sneak it in there. <laughs> it's my turn. Um, that I... <laughs> it wasn't us. Uh, that, you're, that you are thrifty as hell. Okay, yes. But... <laughs> I take it as you're just trying to make sure you're using up everything. So you're like, I'm going to make yeah. headbands. I'm going to make smaller book sleeves for like ebooks. I'm going to make scrunchies. I'm going to, you know, whatever else. What other, yeah. what, so what is the like repertoire waste. that you're making right now of things? So right now I can make the sleeve, scrunchies, a headband, um, a bookmark, like a fabric oh, yeah, bookmark. Bookmarks. I've been looking at um, patterns for uh like cross body bags yes because it's basically the same thing you just add like a strap um Mm -hmm. and i have ordered a walking foot for like apparel fabric so i can start making scarves because i want to do that soon because it it it, i mean in theory one day it'll be fall and it might be not 95 degrees outside Yeah, you only really get fall there anymore. (laughs) You don't get. Yeah, there's no real winter, so maybe by like January, I can wear a scarf. (laughs) Yeah. Oh me. Yeah, yeah. you'll. uh, Last night when I was actually out on at an evening, I was wearing like a flannel shirt. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) And I was thinking, and I got home at like ten and walked my dog, and I was thinking. Yeah, I'm gonna miss this California weather. <laughs> where yeah. you're wearing, you're not only not sweating at ten o'clock at night in August, but you are wearing like a flannel shirt and jeans, yep. and you're perfectly comfortable. Um, I've been like longingly staring at my flannel in, in longingly, like where I it will stay you. for another three to four uh, months. Oh no, that's true. On me. Um, God, do you want to get into this episode, I guess? Let's do it. Everyone, um, buckle your safety belts, please. Uh, it's going to be I feel episode. so bad because I know you're going, you, you've been like putting what, when we start discussing the episode. And I feel oh, like. Oh, yeah, I meant to do that. I haven't been the, doing it. But I'm glad oh, you said no. I'm going to start doing oh, it. Oops. <laughs> oops. Sorry. I guess that works. Nope. Um, I forgot. But my point being that uh, I feel like the first half of this episode is going to be much more pleasant than yep. the actual discussion. But yeah, but I bet the people that we have who listen to our show and, and, and are wonderful and send us uh, a lot of tweets. A lot of t- Y'all Twitter know is the thing that talks the most. Um, uh, well, but also they're going to have stuff to say about it, I think. And that's yeah, great. talk about yep. it, have a discussion. That's what we need to do. Um, so Leslie, uh, would you like for me to read the spoilers from TV guide? From TV guide. It. Spoil it. TV guide. Let's do it. Okay, it's not that bad, actually. Um, okay. So we watched season, season six, episode eight, Strange Case of Clarence and Anita. Uh-huh. Um, first yep. aired, yeah. First aired November 4th, 1991. 
And spoiler central TV guide reads, everyone gathers <laughs> for Allison's birthday slumber party, but nobody is speaking to one another after a heated debate sparked by the Clarence Thomas Anita Hill hearings. I don't feel that second sentence is accurate at all. The, the No one's talking to each other. That's not true. That's not true. There's a lot of yelling. Yeah, there's a lot of yelling, but there's so much yelling. Still fine. Also, to be a spoiler zone, TV yeah. Guide left out the best part about this episode. Wait, what? What's the best part? The you, best oh, part oh, is oh, that Julia that and Mary Jo oh, yes. are in an adaptation of whatever happened to Baby yes. Jane, and it's the best thing I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, yeah. I thought you meant like, <laughs> well, that seat, that part where Mary Jo's going off is really great. But I thought you meant like <laughs> something. Uh, yeah, exactly. They just leave out that they are in. They just leave it out. This makeup for about like five eighths of the episode. You know? Yeah, <laughs> like, it's so and crazy. it's amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's another one that I hope some of our listeners know is whatever happened to Baby Jane. And if you I have, oh, please do. Y'all, there what? are like over a page worth of links to GIFs and screenshots. And half of them, at <laughs> just least from half them of them, costumes? are just the two of them as Betty Davis and Joan Crawford. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So y'all can see all those or not, but they're there. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. So should we get into it? Yeah, I'm ready. Here we go. Um, we started Sugar Bakers as per usual. And as I have just spoiled for you, apparently there's a play going on, um, mm-hmm. uh, because they're discussing it. Uh, it's like community theater and they're talking about the choices. And Julia said that she wanted to do toys in the attic, but Mary Jo was adamant that they do whatever happened to baby Jane, which is hilarious to me because like, I don't just like Jane is the perfect part for Mary Jo who just likes mm-hmm. to I mean it'd be good for Julia too because she's a Terminator but like you know Julia's gonna fly off the handle you don't always mm-hmm. know when Mary Jo's gonna do it and when she does it's just epic mm-hmm. yeah yeah um and so they're talking about it and like I automatically assume that Julia is gonna be Blanche and that is true yeah um, yeah and Anthony says that she can totally see, or he can totally see uh, Julia in the part of Joan Crawford, but he can't quite imagine Mary Jo in the Betty Davis role. Well, buckle up, buddy. But yeah, get ready. And Julia reassures him that when Mary Jo gets that wig on and starts swinging that cigarette around, it's pretty scary. Um, Carlene comes in and asks if Allison is back yet, and they tell her no. And she and Bernice have been out buying party favors for the big birthday bash that they're throwing Allison which will also be a sleepover Mm -hmm. because we'll learn a little in a little bit Allison's never been to a sleepover Mm -hmm. um Carlene just wants to make sure that uh Julian um Mary Jo are coming and uh or Julian Anthony are coming and then also Mary Jo but Mary Jo's not there and mm-hmm. Julia says that she and Mary Jo are going to be late because they have a dress rehearsal at five, but they'll be there after. And she's like, Anthony. And he says, I live there. So, yeah. Gonna yeah, he's going to be there. No <laughs> choice. No choice. Um, and Carlene's super excited. This means so much to Allison. And she says, can you imagine never in your whole life having had a birthday party or a slumber party? It's mm-hmm. like being raised by wolves. <laughs> That's a little dramatic. It's a little much. And she says, thank goodness I took her under my wing. I mean... That girl didn't know anything about freezing people's underwear. That's hilarious. That is funny. And Julia says, I hate to say it, but uh, Aunt Trudy and Uncle Frank, who are Allison's parents, um, Mm -hmm. are pretty, like, are cold people. They went, just went off traveling around the world and just left Allison with servants and they didn't pay much attention to her. And that would explain the weird bond that's happening between her and Bernice. 
and Mary Jo comes rushing in. Wait, like, is that what watching? Julia says? Or is that what Julia you say? Said, that's what Julia oh, said. I, totally, I didn't understand it. I didn't understand that. Okay. And I may have, in fact, missed it. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then Mary Jo comes rushing in and she's like, are y'all watching? They're just about to vote. And she's referring to the Clarence Thomas confirmation hearings um, that are happening during mm-hmm. this episode and is the A plot of this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, she turns the TV on and she's like, this thing is making me nuts. And she takes her uh, coat off and she has mm-hmm. a shirt on that says he did it. Yeah. And uh, Julia reminds Mary Jo they have a dress rehearsal tonight. And if they keep like if they stay mad about Clarence Thomas and Anita Hill, they'll never remember their lines. Well, um, but yeah, and you can use it. Mary, <laughs> use yeah, your like anger. Look at her, like in her shirt, and she's like, "What they were selling them at the mall?" She's like, "I'm so mad about this. I've never been so mad about anything in my whole life." Um, and then she starts reading out of the paper, like quoting some of the journalists, um, who are not at all taking this seriously. All men, um, <laughs> and they refer to it as "quote unquote" this sexual harassment crap. Um, that's yeah. actually from a U.S. senator and not a journalist. <gasps> that is a quote from oh, one of the man. U.S. senators. Oh man! Um, and then he's like, "Well, it's not over yet. You know, let's see how it turns out." And then Carlene, there's so many. It's very interesting because as we will get into, but there's like so many different like opinions from different people mm-hmm. on this. And like, I like how for the most part, Anthony, like he said, he has his one say or whatever, but he lets everybody just like have their own opinion because like they're women yeah. and they should weigh in on this like more than he should. Um, well, the p- but, fact is that women aren't aren't being listened to. Yeah. In exactly. this, that's 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 part of it. Is that so? He's letting you know. He's yeah. stepping back to not be a part of perpetrating that. Exactly. And Carlene talking about multiple opinions. She's like, you know, I just think that like you know she had a little crush on him. Oh my gosh. And Julia's like, that's what they want you to think. First, she's a woman scorned. Then, after she passes the lie detector test, she must be a nutcase. Mm-hmm. And then Mary Jo says that. Some other psychologist or psychiatrist came forth and said that women accuse men of these th- kinds of things are just delusional. Yeah. Um, and Mary Jo says, I'm going to call a senator and tell him that maybe some white male aging senators are delusional to think Ooh. that the American women are going to continue to elect them when they get on the TV and say stuff like that. Yeah. Well, and then, unfortunately, we, we, we will. Yeah. <laughs> unfortunately, unfortunately as we have seen still recently. Thing. Yeah. Um, and she picks up the phone and she's like, it's busy. You know, that's all you ever get when you call the Senate. And they say women talk on the phone. Oh my. And then Carlene says, I hate to make you matter, but they say the majority, just like you just said, they just said that the majority of the American women believe Clarence Thomas. Mm-hmm. Um, and then my side note here is, and the majority of American white women also voted for Trump. Yeah. Um, Mary Jo says the polls say, too, that most women aren't feminists. But if you ask most women about individual feminist issues, they are for them. They just don't want to call themselves feminist. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, because George Bush wants to make people believe that feminists are all these big mouth, bleeding heart, man hating women who don't shave their legs. Well, I mean, (laughs) no, just kidding. (laughs) I I fit some of that. But no, yeah. Um, and then Allison and Bernice come in and Mary Jo, they have no context for her previous thing, but she just continues right along. Mm-hmm. And she says, well, I shave my legs and I'm a single parent. I'm a working mother and I believe in equal pay and mandated child care makes me a feminist and I'm proud to be one. I really and wish then, people understood that feminist means that you are allowed to be 
a woman in the way you want to and you are mm-hmm. equal to men that's all it means because there was that's a literally nurse all it means. on like there was a nurse on friday who's like i mean i shaved my armpits but i'm a feminist and i was like but that's exactly the point that's, is that feminism that. means you can do what you want with your body and your life yeah just the same way that a man can that's the whole point mm-hmm. <laughs> she yeah. shouldn't have used the qualifier but she should have said and and yeah and yeah um Allison takes off her coat and she oh has my. on a shirt that says she lied because of course she does. Can we talk about just for a second these shirts? Yeah. <laughs> that like clearly they were made by the costume department. Yeah. Like they this- look like there's this place in Danville that like prints all the like little league shirts. It's like a sports, you know, you buy sports equipment there or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they have mm-hmm. like a machine that puts letters on shirts. And like, that's yeah, what it looks like <laughs> that's what it looks like. Yes, exactly. It cracks me up that they act, try to act like, yeah, that came from the mall. I'm like, it did not. <laughs> if it did, it's just a little machine that prints things on shirts and she yeah. put it there. Y'all got iron on letters. Yeah. And then you bought a like $5. What was it? Like Toltex. That used to be a brand t-shirts. Mm. Slapped them on there. Yep. Yep. Um, and then she starts going on. You and Julie are the worst losers I've ever seen in my life. Wow. Now, don't anybody look in these bags. The birthday party favors are for tonight. We're going to leave toilet paper rolls all over town, and apparently we're going to shave something. It's a- <laughs> What? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Caroline's like, nope, nope. We're going to throw toilet paper over trees and use the shaving cream to squirt people. Yeah. Um, and Carlene says that Allison reminds her of this foreign exchange student she went to high school with. Her name was Martita, and she was so sad. She used to wear those old lady half hose with hot pants. Oh, my gosh. That's um, a look, though. Go for it. That is a look. And then Julia asks Allison where she gets off calling them losers like they haven't voted yet. And Allison says, it's over. Face it. Clarence Thomas is going to get confirmed. Um and then, like, of course, that's drawing parallels into today. Like, this right here is, like, the light version of Brett Kavanaugh all over again. Like, mm-hmm. this, well, Brett Kavanaugh was yeah. this all over again. Only, like, there was, like, more actual assault, more so than, like, harassment. But it was the same thing. Yeah. Um, And let's see. I wrote a rant. I'm not going to say it because uh, y'all know it. Carlene um, says she called what Toby Myers from Channel 9. Oh, he called because they want Allison to talk about this for some reason. Well, I know. Where um, did that come from? I don't understand. I mean, yeah. Like that came out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, oh, his sister was her roommate in college. And I guess he was just trying to find, like, a dissenting opinion or, like, an unpopular uh-huh. lady opinion or whatever. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, but she has talked to him, but they want to, like, get uh, quotes from a bunch of professional women in reaction to all of this. Um, and she's like, sorry, girls. Guess they already picked the losers to speak for your side. Wow. And Bernice. <laughs> Bernice. She doesn't know why they're so she worried about Clarence is Thomas. misquoting everything. Yes. It is epic. She says, the person who needs our help is Jimmy Swagger. Apparently, he can't even get to work without ending up on Prostitute's Row. <laughs> it must be hell ending up in his carpool. Oh, my God. What? Um, and Anthony's, like, facial expressions and reactions to great. 
pretty much everything in this episode yeah. priceless because I would always pause it to take a note and uh-huh. somehow I was always pausing it on his face. <laughs> there were a lot of screenshots of his face and his reactions. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then they show a clip of the testimony um, and Cl- Clarence Thomas is speaking and Carlene thinks he's incredibly articulate. Well, yeah, I mean, you don't get almost confirmed to the Supreme Court without being articulate. Yeah. Doesn't mean that he's well, innocent. Yeah. Um, he denies the allegations, um, and Julia says he doesn't belong on the Supreme Court. He belongs in the National Repertoire Theater for his acting. So. For his acting, yeah. Yeah. Um, and Bernice says, even if this did happen, he, like, I've eaten at Long John Silver's so many times, and I've never found a hair in my Coke. <laughs> like, why yeah, she wait. No, but you know what that's a reference to, right? I or no? don't. Okay. All right. So, um... <sighs> One thing that I do want to shout out is if people are like watching this episode and are perhaps like us where you're younger when it when the actual scandal is going on or something like that where you just kind of really don't quite get the gist of what was uh, what are the references and stuff. Okay, so uh, Long Dong Silver was something that is from uh, the yes that is from yeah and that uh, what did he. Did he tell her that, like, that's what his name is or something like that? I don't, I don't remember. remember. But that was supposed to be, like, a porn, right? Or something? Right. Oh, he wanted to watch it with her or something like yeah, that? Yeah, something God, like I that. I don't remember. Yeah, so Long Dong, Dong mm. Silver was something that he harassed that her with. That makes sense now. They even talk about that later in the episode, and I just didn't. Yes. Because yes. Bernice yes. is yeah. wrong and, and that, clever all at the same time. <laughs> this the, Actually, what Bernice has done is brilliant, because the Long Dong Silver is something that Anita says he harassed her with and that uh, he did bring her a can of Coke once yes. and that there was a pubic hair on it. Yeah. So I that's part, part of what she says happens. So that is one thing that like those are the things that were kind of going on around in the in the media. And so Bernice has taken this and confused it in her brain, but that they yeah, have presented like it in a very great way (laughs) so yeah yeah, so that's what that's about but there's yeah there's a um, very clever i'm sorry i got distracted that there is a 2013 documentary called anita speaking truth to power and Mm -hmm. that is one that presents kind of i i don't remember it's not very highly rated on imdb but that's just how like i think this whole story like is it is like just so contentious that um people are you know not able to say I don't know. I don't. I don't know if that necessarily means it's a bad documentary, but I do remember that it helped me understand more. Um, Anita is like in it and um, more understand how the misrepresentation that was happening in the media, how they were trying to the defamation of character of her, rather than there was that was really the emphasis of what happened, rather than uh trying to find out if it was true or not right they just tore her down just tore her down and so that's what the documentary tries to look at um so if that's one thing i would recommend to for people to check out if they're wondering like about some of these references and what what it was really like to be involved in these like heated debates and that kind of thing okay continue so she says she wouldn't. She's eaten there many times. Never found a hair in her coke. And if I had, I wouldn't hesitate to send it back. And it wouldn't be ten years ten later years either. Later. Yeah. And that's another point. Like she's making a joke, but like they bring it up again that like why she waited so long. And I've heard that again, 
with Brett yeah. Kavanaugh, like from people yeah. that I know and people that I love and people that I trust. And they're like, well, I don't understand. Why would she just come forward? But all the people who told me that were men. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I'm just yeah. like, because you're not afraid. You're not afraid 24 hours a day, seven days a week in your life. That's why yeah. you don't get it. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> and Mary Jo says, thank you, Bernice. And Bernice says, and I'll tell you another thing. Mm-hmm. This is this is where <laughs> she gets more things. Mm-hmm. Uh, like funnily confused. Uh, yeah. She says that Anita, Anita Bryant has caused trouble oh before. My God. Yes. Anita Bryant caused a lot of trouble. Mm. Um, and she said when she went out against the homosexuals and here she is again trying to ruin this man. I and actually don't like, really know much about Anita Bryant if I'm honest. She's just a <laughs> raging homophobe who had a platform. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's what I thought. And Anthony's like Bernice. That was Anita Bryant. This is Anita Hill. And Bernice says, oh, well, I thought Anita Bryant was white, but they both have the same hair, too. Oh, my gosh. Bernice, what are you doing? Um, what are you talking about? And then here, Anthony gives us his point of view, which is cool also because black man, black man, he's black and Anthony's man. a law student. Yeah. Um, wait, wait. Were so, you just kind of singing the song that Bernice says no. to him? Oh. <laughs> no. Because <laughs> she does at, at one point, she goes, but now black she, man, she, black she man. She does. Or something. <laughs> <Her> stupid song. <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> Which I thought it had to be. No, honestly, though, I thought that song was connected to the Lead Belly song where he says, black girl, black girl, don't lie to me. Where'd oh. you sleep last night? I thought it was connected to that, but the th- rhythm isn't exactly the same. Hmm. <sighs> okay. Sorry. That was a no, tangent. Good. Continue. Um, and Anthony says, you know what bothers me about this whole thing is that everyone has gotten off of the issue. Mm-hmm. And that's like, that's the whole point, right? Mm-hmm. Is that mm-hmm. you're getting off the issue. You're distracting from it by... Mm-hmm. Like putting all of the pressure on her and distracting mm-hmm. from the whole issue that mm-hmm. is Clarence Thomas qualified to be a Supreme Court justice? Yeah, exactly. Um, and the answer is no, and that is why <laughs> no. this is happening. Mm-hmm. Um, because Anthony says, "All I know is that the American Bar Association voted him barely qualified, and for the first time in history, two committee members voted him not qualified." He Mm -hmm. says, now, I'm a black law student, and I don't need 14 white men to tell me how remarkable it is for this man to pull him up from his, pull himself up from his roots, Mm -hmm. but that does not a Supreme Court justice make. I really liked the speech. I'm glad they included it. Yeah, me too. And he says, and what amazes me is how they let him make that speech about how all these liberal groups are persecuting him because he's black, when it's painfully obvious that that is the only thing they like about him. Yeah. Because then they can be like, oh, no, we're not look racist. Look we did. We're not racist. We, got, we look, this put this man. man on the Supreme Court. Oh, my yeah. God. No. Garbage. And Allison says, well, I think you all are incredibly naive. Um, you don't think that the ACLU or the National Organization for Women are behind this. They've been digging into this for weeks. They're the ones who talked to oh Nita Hill into doing this in the first oh place. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh. But <laughs> that was an argument that people were saying. So That's... I really enjoy what Mary Jo does with it. Yeah. And Mary Jo's like. Yeah, bet you're right. And wouldn't I love to have been a fly on the wall? Miss Hill, we know you're a conservative law professor in a little town in Oklahoma. And the thing is, we're trying to get rid of a Supreme Court nominee. If you could just come to Washington, bring your mom and dad. If you could just say a couple of things on national TV, nothing much. Just if you could just, you know, give us a little description of a little porno film called Long Don Silver. And mm-hmm. then you could graphically describe Judge Thomas's private parts and kind of mm-hmm. just top it off with a little story about a pubic hair on a mm-hmm. Coke can. Mm-hmm. And Miss Hill, you do realize that the penalty for perjury is 20 years. Mm-hmm. What do you say to that? How about it? Oh my gosh. Yeah. 
and then <laughs> but people but, but like i mean yeah people think that you'll that people will do anything for like yeah. attention and media and stuff but it's like but That's... uh to an extent like you know like it's, it's it'll right. eventually stop and also what they put her through yeah on the stand uh, the, sh- i don't think anyone would go through that just for no. like some to media lie. attention yeah no. And then Carlene says, well, you know, how about Ted Kennedy? After all, all of his shenanigans, how hmm. does he come off in judgment of Clarence Thomas? Because huh? he was there. Like, he was on the screen. I was like, oh, my yeah. goodness. Like, oh, there goes Kennedy. There he goes. Um, and, and he's like, she's like, well, you know, what's that saying? Like, I cried when I had no shoes on until I saw the man who couldn't keep his pants on. <laughs> and Anthony says, well, Ted Kennedy is the elected senator from Massachusetts. And if people don't like that, they should go to Massachusetts and try to defeat him. Mm. And Carlene says, I'm sorry, but putting him in charge of a sexual harassment suit is like asking Dom DeLuise to guard the dessert bar at Shoney's. No. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, yeah, obviously. But this isn't about Ted Kennedy no. right now. This is about Clarence Thomas. But I guess um, their point is that they are choosing people who would uh, are not fair to make this yeah. decision. Yeah. Who don't have objectivity. Yeah. Yeah. And Bernie says, I don't care what you say. I think he's just as cute as he can be. Not that it matters, but really. Ew. Okay. (laughs) Okay. People shouldn't be judged on that, but like, really, Bernie's? Wow, that's really terrifying. That's That's a thing. But that's part of it. If people think that you are cute, then like, that really affects, it's so gross. But that Mm -hmm. affects like whether or not they, like, 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 you know, that when we had so many men that were held accountable last year yeah. for their behavior and that uh, the the cuter, if you will, ones people were yes. more upset by. Like yeah. They're like, no, not him. Or like they would say really scary things. They were just like, well, I yep. let him get away with whatever. I'm like, ew. Yep. Yep. But, like, but like Weinstein, people, he's just terribly disgusting. Right. So people were like, yeah. yeah, he totally did it. Let's all talk about it. And, you know. Right. Oh jeez! But if someone is attractive, then why would they need it to blah 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 blah? Oh, like they so did it. Gross. Also, like this country historically has had a thing for the Kennedys, mm-hmm. and they're always talking about how like handsome they are slash were, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. like I think it's just because if you look at the like the barometer is very low, very low for like <laughs> presidents, senator. I mean, until Barack, like. It was yeah. real low for like yeah. senators and presidents and all this stuff. And so like, yeah. you know, I think Bernie's thinking that Ted Kennedy is dreamy is kind of like, you know, when she was younger, like they were supposedly right. You know, the hot ones, but it was right. really just compared to other ones. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. That was a tangent. Mm-hmm. That was great. We'll have many more. Um, mm. And <laughs> Julia says, I bet you feel the same way about Warren Beatty, who has had his way with every woman in America except the five of us. Yeah. Burn. Yeah. And then Bernice says, speak for yourself, Julia. And I forgot says, about that. That's so funny. This next line. <laughs> I'll tell you the person I can't stand is that Bart Simpson. Like, what? <laughs> okay. And Anthony's like, I think you mean Alan Simpson. Which yeah, I think, exactly. I don't know who that is. I don't know Bart who that Simpson is. Thing, Shit. Like, I should have looked it really, up really made me laugh but i did know mm-hmm. who the next one was i got the next mm-hmm. one okay and bernie says whatever you can tell how he loves to say those dirty words him and aura lee hatch i don't know who aura lee hatch is but she means Orin hatch um oh wow yeah okay <laughs> and anthony says 
Names just don't mean that much to you, do they, Bernice? Nope. None at all. And Bernice Mm -hmm. says, I'm sorry. I just don't like to hear a man go on and on about the word penis. I mean, same. Mm. Uh, She says, Mm -hmm. unless, of course, there's a good plot that goes with it. (laughs) Bernice likes a good romance novel. (laughs) Oh, me. And uh, Carlene's like, well, I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to agree with Allison on this one. Carlene, no. No. Um, She says, how can you dismiss all these women who worked with Thomas and just thought he was great? What? That's not the same. What? Okay. That. Nope. And she says. Yeah, I don't think that's right. But then she says she guessed she was uh, sexually harassed when she worked at Ray Fladbow's Ozark Furniture. She says that really fast. Um, yeah. And she said he always asked her to test out the beds with him to see how much weight they would hold. Mm-hmm. Finally, it just got to be where they were laying around the showroom all the time and people started to talk. So she quit. Oh, wow. And then Allison's like, well, I just think you all have incredibly vivid imaginations. And wow. Mary Jo's like. Have you never been sexually harassed in the workplace, Allison? And my next quote, my next uh-oh, note in uh-oh. all caps says she would be the only woman in America, probably on Earth. Yeah. If her answer is no. Yeah. Um, and Allison says, I've never even had a compliment in the workplace. Well, I knew that I was afraid they're going to make like a joke about that because of that. She's always the butt of these kind of jokes, you know? Yeah. So I was like, oh, well, all right. And. She's like, I just don't see what the big deal is if the guy sitting next to you says that you have nice legs. Oh my! And gosh. Julia's like, it's my understanding that Clarence Thomas didn't tell Anita Hill she had nice legs. I think it was more like he had nice legs and a little something extra to go with them. Yeah. And Mary Jo says, well, what would you say if Anthony came in here? Don't, don't drag don't Anthony Don't bring into him this, into it. That he's poor being, man. He's just uh, trying to not... <laughs> Yeah, and she yeah. said, well, what would you say if Anthony came in here all the time bragging about his personal endowment? And, Mary oh jo- my. and Anthony's like, Mary Jo, for crying out loud, like, please leave this man alone. I know. Um, and Bernice is like, well, I've always wondered if what they say is true. Oh, my. And Anthony's like, this is the kind of Horrible. sexual harassment Horrible. I put up with every day. That is sexual harassment. It, it is. is sexual harassment. It is. And he said, Ugh. and yes, Bernice, it is true. <laughs> that Well, I mean, you might as well make a joke if you're going to have these yeah, people if you're being gonna, fucking yeah. stupid. <sighs> and then uh, Rusty, the electrician. Yay, Rusty! Whatever. Yeah, handyman. I enjoy that it was actually the same actor coming back. Yes, Fantastic. same. He comes in with his butt crack and mm-hmm. uh, while, like, Julia says, you know, they'd never harass you, talking about Rusty, um, and mm-hmm. Anthony's like... No, you're just like all y'all all the time talking about your time of the month and that time Mary Jo had fake breasts trying to make me feel them mm-hmm. and Suzanne always making me wax her legs. Mm-hmm. They're always making rude and vulgar remarks about Rusty. Mm-hmm. And Carlene's like, you mean Rusty thinks we sexually harass, me, harass him? And Anthony said, he probably does, but don't take my word for it. Let's go ask him. Yeah. So he goes to get Rusty. Meanwhile, Bernice starts telling her sexual harassment story when she mm-hmm. worked at a bank. Um, and she said, it's a weird my boss story. Kept, it's a really weird story. Really weird story. My boss kept wanting me to wear a two piece swimsuit to work, even though my job was rolling dimes. Mm-hmm. And then, so in the meantime, uh, Anthony's grabbed Rusty and brought him back out. And he wants mm-hmm. the, him to tell the ladies how it makes him feel when they make fun of his pants style. Because and he to remind the listener, butt crack is hanging out. But, like, lots yes, of butt crack. All the time. It was, like, the subject of an episode Of an entire earlier. episode. Yeah. yeah. And so Rusty's very monotone, just, like, says it all in one go. He's like, I feel cheap and degraded. 
like a mm-hmm. sex object. Mm-hmm. And Anthony says, do you consider this harassment? And Rusty says, yes, I do. Mm-hmm. And then Anthony says, thank you, Rusty. You're very brave. I realize how difficult this must have been for you. Thank you for coming forward. And Rusty's like, no problem. And then he pulls out like 20 from his pocket. And he's like, thanks for the salt <laughs> to Anthony. Oh, my gosh. And Anthony's like, well, I get." he just ignores it. And he's like, I guess we can see all the pain on that man's face. Mm-hmm. And then Carlene doesn't understand. Here we go with the, like, not reporting it. Carlene says she doesn't understand why Anita Hill didn't report it when it happened if he harassed her. Mm -hmm. Um, And then Julia has the best response and says, well, it might be a little hard to report a fellow for sexual harassment if he was head of the department that was supposed to prevent it. Yeah. Even if she'd known someplace to report it, why would she? They're now ridiculing her for not coming forward, and then they're blasting her for coming forward now. I think they talked yeah. their lesson to her very well. Yeah. And Carlene says, what lesson was that? And Julia says, the lesson that says all men are created equal. Mm-hmm. Womp, and then we go, to, we go to like a commercial break right on that, don't we? Uh, I don't remember. I think it did. I guess I so, because like then they come back and they're drop. about to do the vote. Yeah, because yeah, they're talking about the vote, and Mary Jo says apparently they haven't seen Long Dong Silver. Yeah. They vote. Of course the nomination is confirmed, and then Julia says, well, I guess that's that. And um, they cut to their play rehearsal, mm-hmm. which is everything, um, <laughs> because they're just pissed off, and they've just, they're yeah. just giving it all of the ire and like the bitterness. Um, that they've got and so they go through the scene or whatever and the director yells cut and then he's like or whatever he yells and he says I want y'all to try it with more warmth this time and they just Mm-mm. like stare him down mm, yeah with very we, like like curled lips and like yes. just looking crazy as they should yep. they look insane it's great um, and then they cut to the drive to Allison's house and Mary Jo is telling Julie she's like don't worry don't worry you know I, I can tone down the performance a little bit Mm-hmm. And Julia says, I'm not worried. You know, I bet a lot of women in this country are madder tonight than they've ever been. Mm-hmm. We're not just talking about Clarence Thomas, but once again about the good old boys network uh, kicked in and we were sent packing. Mm-hmm. Mary Jo is not excited, does not want to go to the slumber party. Um, she says, I need to get rid of some hostility before seeing <laughs> Allison. And Julia's like, what are you going to do? And Mary Jo's like, I don't know. I may have to eat a Buick. That's Why don't we keep our costumes hilarious. on? I don't know what that means. Yeah, I know. Like, eat a Buick. Um, and she's like, why don't we keep our costumes on and just, like, like and our makeup on all night and just, like, stay in character? And Julia's like, why? Mary just says, I don't know. It kind of makes me feel like when I had those big old fake breasts. It makes me feel macho. Mm-hmm. And then Julia says, well, you know, it's only fitting on this day of infamy. We should stay dressed up like two of the toughest talking big shoulder broads to ever live in this country. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what do you want to do? Mary just says, we could terrorize some men. <laughs> and Julia says, well, oh it wasn't just men who supported Clarence Thomas. Yeah. And then Mary Jo says, well, what the hell? Let's terrorize everybody. Oh, Maybe then we'll eat a Buick. Mm-hmm. Then we cut to Allison's party. The reporter is there. Journalist is there. I had forgotten that this was a thing until it happens again. I'm like, wait, really? Yep. What? What? <laughs> And she's kind of like directing the set or whatever, and she she knows they want to get her opinion on this or whatever, but she wants mm-hmm. to make sure that they get a shot of her birthday party and her friends. She wants people to know it's her birthday. Yeah. Um. And then she's like, "Did you get a hat?" And he's like, "Yeah, we we got a hat. Mm-hmm. Uh, like a party hat." And then Mary Jo and Julia come in, walking like Betty and Joan. 
Mary Jo oh is my still goodness. smoking. Yes, yeah. Um, and they asked like where they've been, and they said, "You knew we had a dress rehearsal, and they're still in character." And then Allison says, "I want your under. I need your underwear for the freezer." <laughs> like and Mary just like get Ross, and I'm not giving you my underwear. And then Allison's like, "You have to. It's a rule." <laughs> and then Mary Jo as Baby Jane is like, "Look, dearie, we don't go by the rules. We make them. Why don't you run along and get me some punch?" Mm-hmm. And that goes double for you. And then she sits in, Aunt, in Anthony's lap. I, I was that threw me off. I was like, "What is she doing? What is she doing? <laughs> what is she doing?" And then Carlene explains to Allison that she's supposed to wait until they go to sleep and then freeze their underwear. Yeah, that's the whole point. It's like a sneak attack. Yeah. And then she's like overly dramatic. She's like, I can't believe we've got Miss Joan Crawford and Miss Betty Davis in our little bumpkin party. And she asks if she can get Julia something. And Julia says, yes, a big old batch of wooden co-hangers. Uh, well, okay, but here's the thing. What? <laughs> because I know it's I know it's that it's no wire hangers from yeah. Bonnie Dearest, Joan Crawford. But what why what? the wooden hanger part that's just, like that's a weird that joke that doesn't exactly land for me. It I does don't it doesn't land. Understand. And also it doesn't have anything to do with Blanche from yes. Baby Jane. It's just that's a weird Joan Crawford thing. Oh my gosh. Okay. So oh, I don't know. Yeah. Um, maybe they were tired in the writer's room. I don't know. <laughs> um, so. Like, wasn't it so when there's something about hangers and they're like, yeah, there was. Yeah. Were no they wire wooden ones? Hangers. Yeah, there were wooden ones. Yeah, we should put wooden. It was a wooden hanger. Yeah. Joke done. So because she doesn't want the wired ones, <laughs> yeah. she wants the wooden ones. Yeah. Like, all uh, right. Okay, let's let's take them on a journey with this joke. Okay. Uh. <laughs> Stretch. Um, oh, and so then the journalist is ready. And so uh, Allison starts talking and um, she thinks that Mrs. that Miss Hill lied and he, she's like, so, you know, what if he did throw something her way? Um, I think Mrs. Hill is attractive, but the way some of these feminists look, they should just be grateful for any kind of attention they get. This is so <sighs> difficult for me. I can't handle it. And also, um, Allison's uh, voice is like cracking most of this episode. Yeah. I know. She was like, whoa, she's real raspy. So that thought that right. interesting. And she says, and it's like, it, it, she's turned it into this like, like team thing. Like it's not football. I don't understand. No. She's like, I'm sorry, but we won. And if you don't like it, you can just go have yourselves a big old brazier bonfire. And in conclusion, nah, 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 nah. she like opens her sweater and is like, yes. you know, moving around with her little, I have a gif of it. Um, oh, good. Her little she lied shirt or whatever. Yeah. Mary Jo comes up, smacks her with a pillow. Yeah, like and gets her says, off, like, knocks her off of the little like ottoman. Knocks her off of the ottoman. On. Yeah. And she's like, Your time is up. And that reminded me so much of the whole like time's up movement or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um I have a gift of that too that you can find in the show notes. Um and then Mary Jo, still dressed as Baby Jane, uh, looks at the camera and says, All we with oh a crazed look in her eye. All we want is to be treated with equality and respect. Is that asking too much? Sorry. I don't mean to be strident and overbearing. It just doesn't, like, that doesn't cut anymore. Like, a lot of women are out here tonight. I'm mad. I'm mad because we're 51% of the population and only 2% of the U.S. Senate. I'm mad because 406 men in the House of Representatives have a pool, a sun, and a gym, and we have six hair dryers and a ping pong table. 
I don't get that, but okay, go marry. Yeah, Joe. I know. I, I um, it must be it must be what they really quoted as yeah. someone saying that there was right since there's so few women that they have. That. Yeah, and she says I'm mad because um, in a Seminole, Oklahoma police station, there's a poster of a naked woman that says women make bad cops. I'm mad oh. that despite the fact that we scrub America's floors, wash all the dishes, have the babies, and commit very little of the crime, still we only make 58 cents on the dollar. I don't know about the rest of the women out there, but I don't give a damn anymore if people think I'm a feminist or fruitcake. What I'm going to do is get in my car and drive to the centermost point of the U.S. and climb the tallest tower and yell, Hey, don't get me wrong. We love you, but who the hell do you men think you are? And then the director of the segment immediately is like, cut and print, done. Yeah, which is so funny that he just kind of let her go. Yeah. Okay. Off the rails. Here's Um, my problem. Okay, go for it. I love everything that I'm a little bit on the soapbox because, of course, I love everything that she says. And I think she could only say it because she's in makeup and costume. Yes. But to me, it undermines what she's saying. Why? That explain uh, to us. Did you say why? Oh, um, yes. Because I felt like it would have been stronger if just Mary Jo said it. If it right. wasn't that yeah. Mary Jo had to have a makeup and theatrics and have a crazy expression, because right. that is going to make it so people could be like, "That's just a crazy woman talking." Yes. So that's my point. But that's do what you saying, think like, they would have let her do it, it in the first place if she weren't? Um, no, I guess that's the whole point is that um, it was that she needed it as to get to even have the platform to say something. Right. Um, well, I don't know if she just knocked. She knocked Allison. Off I mean, if she came, came up came and just in, hit her with a pillow and started talking, started maybe they talking, would keep filming. They may have still yeah. Done it. Yeah. But, but yeah, then, no, I agree. It does undermine. Yeah. Because then they're going to be like, look at this crazy lady mm-hmm. saying all these things. And it's like, but so that's one thing I don't like is when. Things are things that are that are important. I love making a joke out of everything or whatever and having things mm-hmm. be fun. Um, but things that are important, I think, need to be done in a straight manner. Yes. If if you're going to have anyone listen to you. Right. So that's one thing that I'm like, eh, about. Yeah. <laughs> I think, too, that sitcoms today are way better at it than any yeah. sitcom yeah. of, like, this yeah. time period. Like, yeah. they've kind of learned how to kind of sneak more important things in without having to mask them with some sort of like ridiculous type comedy or whatever it may have been also that they had already been doing it all episode that Mm -hmm. they needed the big one to be kind of a little bit lighter because they're like hammering it over the head i mean anthony's speech a little tiny speech i think was actually very very strong that was yes i thought that was great and that was great and even mary joe's kind of sarcastic like oh yeah, she like they paid her to do this. Oh or something yeah, like that. That that speech was so much better. And right, because so, it was sarcasm, not it was yeah, just, it like, was sarcasm. Ridiculous. It wasn't yeah, um, but it was still sticking to it. And so her just having pulling crazy faces with it just makes it go like yeah, okay, I'm not gonna listen to what you're saying so a little much. bit. So right, whatever. But again, it was 1991. Mm-hmm. And this is still a problem now. And like you said, still a problem. People, people will make these speeches in in sitcoms now, and it'll be fine. And they weren't ready for it then. Clearly, they weren't because this yeah. was even happening. So, um, yeah. So that's a little bit of my thing. That even though I love it, I'm like, hmm. yeah, it does undermine <laughs> it a bit. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. So then, so the so, cut print. There you go. 
Yep, cut print. Then we cut to um, later at Allison's. Everyone is slow dancing, and <laughs> yeah, and then and Allison says, "Well, this is the best slumber party anybody's ever had." Even though Mary Jo and Julia tried to ruin it, Anthony is dancing with Bernice, Carlene is dancing with Allison, and Mary Jo and Julia are sitting on the couch, still in costume. Mm-hmm. Um, and Anthony tells Bernice this is his last dance. He has to go to bed. He's really tired. And Bernice says, Anthony, please don't leave me. Those women are crazy. Uh, well. And uh, we cut to the couch and Allison says, just as soon as Joan and Betty fall asleep, those wigs are going in the freezer. Again, missing the point. Um, and Mary Jo says, I guess I blew it. Mary Jo Shively goes berserk. Film at 11. And yeah. Julia says, personally, I kind of liked it. And Mary Jo says, you would. Yeah, it was, it was a Terminator type speech. <laughs> it was a Terminator moment. Yeah. Yeah. And Mary Jo says, Joan, they're playing our song. Shall we dance? And Julia mm-hmm. says, I thought you'd never, da- never ask. And then Mary Jo says, who should lead? And Julia says, in Joan's voice, well, Betty, considering who we are, I think we both should. And then they dance. And then it cuts to all, like, the senator's bullshit and, like, you know, the yeah. hearings. And just, yeah. like, senator after senator after senator with these same white men opinions that Bull. no one wants to hear. Even the guy um, who's, like, who's kind of, like, the psychiatrist or whatever. It's like, oh, there's this thing about, yeah. like, you know, authority figures. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. Because that's the thing, too, is, like, we, I guess, you know, they didn't have the 24-hour news cycle like we do. But you can always always find an expert in something who will tell mm-hmm. you exactly what you want to hear yeah. whether you, whether you want them to say heads or tails you can find one yeah um and then like the last of it is kind of like the final like gut punch because it is bush speaking at thomas's Ugh, like swearing gross. in ceremony gross and um the very end of it is like him saying all men are crea- created equal and then there's just a still shot of anita hill at the end yeah and so they end it on a very like somber note, mm-hmm. but then the credits are them dancing and Leslie Gore's "It's My Party" playing. I I hated that. I was like, All right, I'm done with this episode. Uh, <laughs> I love that song. I that. love Leslie Gore. Not I the know, time and place. <laughs> I know, but it was like, oof, can we oof? <laughs> we ended on this like very somber note, and we don't even have time to take it in before it's like, yeah, <laughs> we can't. It was it was 1991. We can't. Yep. <laughs> Yep. Um, it was 1991 or two. Yep. Oh, it was 1992. Shit. I don't know if it was 91 or 92. I don't know. I think, I Whenever their day was, then check. Was, I Wait, it it's in our script. It is in our script. 91. It was, November. Yeah I, it, yeah, I think. Yeah, November 4th, 1991. I already read that. <laughs> Easily <laughs> forgotten. Easily forgotten, Aaron. Um, I think that. Uh, oh no! Yeah, sorry. Question. Not th- not thinking. Uh, ponder query if you will uh, <laughs> a query if you will a query uh i don't think that was exactly the point but i am intrigued by the whatever happened to baby jane part of this mm-hmm. and now that is within kind of psychological drama and that type of stuff but mm-hmm. it also had to do with like the plot i, I I'm making connection of mm-hmm. the Anita Hill storyline with the Baby Jane storyline where it's a, all about like manipulation and trying mm-hmm. to undermine someone and say like they're crazy, you know, yeah. and like that. And I don't know if people know the storyline of it in order to make that connection, but I 
I figured that's on purpose, right? Even that though makes it's sense. not really, it, it, I don't, uh, maybe I'm reading into it though, because I don't feel that was really uh, explicit in the episode, but I feel like that might have been. you can been, definitely see it. Yeah, I think that might yeah. have been like some of the thinking behind it, which if it is, that actually should have been a little bit more highlighted because it's very, very intelligent. Yeah, because um, we only see them do the one scene. And if you yeah. don't have any context, you don't really know what it's yeah. about. And you're just like, why is Mary Jo wearing this makeup? And why are they like pointing pancake makeup? Like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, what is going on? Um, but I think that's probably part of why those yeah. connections, not just to have them be uh, Bay Davis, Joe, and Crawford, but because right. of this, like, because of the manipulation and, like, mm-hmm. one person trying to make someone else feel crazy. And right. that it's, like, two people who should be, like, on the same team, even. Yes. But like, they are pitted against each other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that, um, so if you guys have not seen Whatever Happened to Baby Jane, Joan Crawford, Betty Davis, definitely do it. Another shout out would be, we'll put these in the notes. I already took notes about it, to um, check out The Feud mm-hmm. uh, season. The where the series that is uh, with... Uh, um, Susan Sarandon and uh, uh, B- B- Jessica. What is her name? Jessica Lang. She, Jessica Lang. She's. I was like Langford. I don't know. I love her so much. Well, horrible. Yes. Um. Yeah. Jessica Lang, and they are absolutely incredible. Yeah. In those it's roles, amazing. and and and. Um, that's. I think this is one reason because I've seen that show. Why I'm kind of making that connection because mm-hmm. they had to deal with the boys' club in Hollywood. Yeah, and that they to make were this also, movie about two old ladies, basically. Yeah, exactly, exactly. But like always, and they had to do it for this, and that they were made to be. Um, uh, they were made to be put at odds of each other. Just to yes. me, the same way that like in this episode you see Allison and Mary Jo kind of at odds with each other when really mm-hmm. again that's okay here on the soapbox that's the patriarchy again <laughs> yes, that we are taught to other. fight against each other that, yep. that we can't work together in order for neither of us to win and guess what yep neither of them won it you works. know like Allison's side is that men are just are horrible and that women are going to let them be horrible and then yep. Mary Jo's side is just trying to hold people accountable and not be considered like not not have a defamation of character just because you're trying to stand up for yourself you right. know regardless of whether he did it or not all they did was attacked her you know mm-hmm. so so nobody wins in this except for yeah the dude except for the who dudes. was sworn in Yep. Okay. So there we go. I'm done. Everyone's going to hate point. us now. But <laughs> no, I liked it. <laughs> but like, Sunny liked it. Oh, Sunny, my love. <laughs> um, yeah. So that's really what this episode's like doing. And hey, it's not just us talking about this. It's what the episode wants to talk about. Everyone's talking about it. There have been so yeah. many things. Um, we're still talking about it. We're still talking about it. Different everyone. name. Still talking yeah. about it. But but there have been so many. But not just like There's, that. I mean, that, yeah. there's the mirroring of that particular situation, but there have been a, a lot. Oh, yeah. So. It's definitely not the first time it's happened since it happened. Oh or the last time that it will happen since it's happened. Yeah. Re- really, really intense. Um, Do you have a favorite outfit? Uh, I'd just either Mary Jo or Julia as Betty and Joan. Pick one. They're both Oh, that's excellent. okay. Okay. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. How about you? I like that. Um, I just liked Mary. Well, I like the he did it. She lied. How yeah. stupid these shirts are. But, right. you know, like, because like Allison's 
is a turtleneck. <sighs> Allison's is a goddamn turtleneck. Like, <laughs> <laughs> they do not sell, like, you know, they don't sell like, uh, novelty turtlenecks. Monogrammed turtlenecks. Monogrammed novelty turtlenecks. Nor do they really sell, I mean, what Mary Jo is wearing is kind of, kind of a sweatshirt. Yes. Like, Neither of these are just no. like t-shirts. No. <laughs> they were not selling either of those at the mall. <laughs> Maybe they were selling supplies for them, but not either of the actual things. And so um, I took a screenshot that's both of them. Because <laughs> yes. it's crazy. So good on us to have kind of mirroring mm-hmm. <laughs> best outfits, outfits for this. Yeah. Um. My goodness. I guess is that... Is that it? We've lost That's all it. of our listeners. They are done we, with yeah. us. Our legs are tired from standing on the soapbox for so I long. I am. Psh, let me sit down. <laughs> <laughs> Leslie, where can people find us in case they want to well, keep listening if, again? If there's anyone left, uh, <laughs> check us left? out on the internet if you're oh, still man. listening. Uh, we are the girls who came to Sugar Bakers on iTunes and the Podbean mm-hmm. site. We are Sugar Baker Girls pretty much everywhere else, including Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube, Pinterest. Um, if you like us, please take a moment to rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you are hearing this podcast right now. It does help us reach more people. And don't forget, next week you can watch it on Hulu. Yeah, all series. Yeah, here we go. All you of them. Watch this crazy this episode one. and all you the watch others. This crazy episode on Hulu. You can catch up with us. We've yes. got six. See, well, we've got five and this many episodes. And this of many six seasons. Seasons of backlog that you can catch up on. You can watch. Have at it. Have fun. Talk to us on the Twitters and the, the Instagrams and the everything. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Thank you all. Thank you. Thank so, you. Genuine, genuinely. I never take for granted anyone that's listening to us or talks nope. to us at all. We so thank you so much. Um, that's our episode, huh? That's it. We'll talk to you next time. Talk to you next time. It'll probably be much lighter. <laughs> probably. Let's hope. Yeah. Let's follow it with something light. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ready? Bye. We're gonna say bye. Oops, sorry, I thought that's what I thought that's what you were like inhaling for, and then nope. I'm sorry. I was, but then I was like, I'm, I'm not gonna start. I'm not gonna hold the note by myself. Okay. Bye. I project an image of working in Ross, Target, TJ Maxx, Joanne's. What else? All those places and carry. That's the image that I project when I'm in public. <laughs> that Wait. I work here. Oh. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Wait, how do you project that image?" Oh no, really? I don't know. Just work there. It's because you're the per- only person below eighty. Well, externally, that's what it is. And oh, you look yeah. like you're not eighty, but then they recognize the kindred spirit of an old person <laughs> within you, and so they're like, "She can help me. She can help me." <laughs> <laughs>